This is Good Hope FM News. The 24-year-old man suspected of killing Defence Minister Nosviwama Pisang Ngakula's son is expected to appear in the Johannesburg Magistrates Court tomorrow. Police say Kumanang Ngakula was stabbed to death allegedly by a friend in Bezadenhout Valley in eastern Johannesburg last night. He was the son of the Defence Minister and Charles Ngakula, a former Cabinet Minister who is currently the High Commissioner to Mozambique. Defence Ministry spokesperson Joy Peters says the Ngakula family is battling to come to terms with their loss. I can only confirm that Tumani has passed on and the perpetrator is someone he knew and he further details on the matter will be communicated in due course. The entire family is not coping at all. When the incident happened, the minister was out of, it, of the country. She is not coping at all. She had to cut her trip short and she's on her way home. At this stage, no memorial or funeral arrangements have been made. A clampdown on drunk drivers in the Western Cape this weekend has seen police arrest 44 people at various roadblocks. The death toll in the province now stands at 15. Provincial traffic law enforcement officials say two big collisions occurred in George and Cape Town. Five people died when a bucky and bus collided on the R102 near George yesterday. Three others were killed in a head-on collision between two vehicles at Pardon Island. Provincial traffic chief Kenny Africa says they arrested some motorists for other offences. Early this morning on the R43 between Hermanus and Cape Town, um, Abalone bus, uh, where uh, four million rands worth of Abalone was confiscated and four people arrested. A 26-year-old man has been arrested for the possession of Abalone worth an estimated 1.5 million rand at Uniondale in the Southern Cape. Police spokesperson Malcolm Poyi says they made the discovery during a stop-and-search roadblock. He says 73 bags of Abalone were found in a suspicious-looking vehicle. The suspect was arrested on the spot. He will appear in court on Tuesday. In an effort to boost film production in the Southern Cape, the first ever annual Eden Independent Film Festival has been held at George this weekend. The industry has seen a boom in major cities such as Cape Town and Johannesburg. Experts say a lot needs to be done before it can sustain producers, directors and actors along the garden route. CEO of the Cape Film Commission, Dennis Lilly. I, I think a lot of it is making sure that we get productions that are, have got some longevity. You know, a film or a commercial that comes into town, a commercial may be here for three or four days. Um, a film may be here for 21 days, um, for example. But if you can get more sustainable television programming here, then you've got more opportunity, really, of having sustainable jobs. And finally, Russia is observing a day of mourning after one of its planes crashed in Egypt's Sinai Peninsula yesterday. So far, 175 bodies have been recovered from the main wreck of the Airbus 321, but all 224 people on board are thought to have been killed. The black boxes have been recovered and are being investigated by emergency teams. The BBC's Sarah Rainsford reports from St. Petersburg in Russia. They've been reading out the names of the dead here one by one. Memorial services were held across the country for those killed as they flew back from a holiday in the sun. The vast majority came from here in St. Petersburg. Russian officials have now joined the hunt for clues at the crash scene in Egypt. They're also recovering the bodies. The first could be flown back here this evening. There's still no official comment on what caused the disaster, the worst crash in Russian history. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Machiela.